This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, February 18th, 2022. I'm Caleb Brown. The regulatory state is massive. One small silver lining is that the public is able to comment on pending regulation. Sometimes that regulation changes in response. At the Securities and Exchange Commission, that may be changing. Leadership in that organization wants to give the public less time to comment on pending regs. Cato's Jennifer Shulp and Will Yateman comment. For people who don't follow federal regulation, there are processes in place to, that are meant to invite the public to have a meaningful role in the process of crafting federal regulation. Uh, regulators are not omniscient, as we well know, and they nominally desire to have public input with respect to regulations that they are considering and, and perhaps have information brought to light that they haven't considered. So, Willie, if you don't mind, describe what, what is this process and how did we get it and what are the costs and benefits of it? So it's a part and parcel of the 1946 Administrative Procedure Act, and that's referred to as the Constitution of the Administrative State, um, in particular, I guess, Section 553C of the APA. And uh, all the salutary values that you set forth, that of uh, inclusive public participation and attempting to inform the agency, um, those were Congress's intentions uh, when they passed this law, when they passed these procedural requirements that agencies must undergo when they promulgate these rules. I will say that over time and, and in practice, the process does engender those results once in a while. Uh, that is to say that, that it, it is true that um, sometimes the notice and comment process results in robust public participation, meaningful public participation that, that informs the agency of um, something they had an open mind on um, and something they didn't know and made the rule better. However, um, it, in today's world, it is often the case that the agency is going to proceed along their political agenda no matter what the public says. That's not to say that this notice and comment process isn't still crucial. Uh, it, in today's world, its most important facet is what it does with respect to litigation. Participating in the notice and comment process is crucial to getting your foot into the door to challenge a regulation. Uh, what I mean by that is that courts have developed these doctrines whereby you can only challenge that which you've commented upon. So it still is very much a huge deal in administrative law, even if it doesn't, if its pre present applicability doesn't comport with uh, Congress's pure intent. All right, Jennifer, how does it work over at the SEC? Well, when the SEC proposes a rule, it has to go through notice and comment rulemaking process. And typically, up until the current administration of SEC Chair Gary Gensler, the SEC has kind of as a matter of course given the public 60 days to comment on a rule before it moves on. Um, sometimes it's a little bit longer, sometimes it's a little bit shorter, but uh, the general rule, including the general rule by executive orders under the Obama administration, was to provide 60 days for comment at least, unless there was some extenuating circumstance. Well, the SEC has been taking a different tack lately. 
Um, under Chairman Gensler's reign at the SEC, the standard notice and comment process period has decreased substantially, and it is now becoming kind of normal for Gary Gensler to provide only 30 days for public comment on rules. Um, that's a really short period of time, particularly when the SEC has, as it has over the past several months, had multiple rules out for comment at the same time. Um, it's been a substantial departure from the way the agency had been handling notice and comment before. Um, in fact, Gary Gensler has had more 30-day notice and comment periods during his, I think it's nine, no, now I think we're up to 10 months, 10 months as chair, um, than Chair Clayton or Chair White had during the entire time that they were heads of the SEC. So what difference does that make? I mean, you, you pick a, a number of days, uh, any number of days would be sort of arbitrary for uh, being able to to comment, but you want it to be sufficient for people to be able to to weigh in. What difference does 60 or 30 make? I'm going to let Will talk more about the details of the Administrative Procedure Act, but I can say the APA requires at least 30 days to comment. But from a practical perspective, what the agency is looking for from the public is input into the rule. And particularly when we're thinking about the SEC's rules, which tend to be complex and tend to have the ability to have a lot of unintended consequences, 30 days may very well be insufficient to get the kind of robust public participation that can point the SEC to unintended consequences or raise issues about the rule that the SEC would get in a longer public comment period. Really, it looks here like the agency is trying to shut the public out of commenting in service of trying to push their own agenda through more quickly. Willie? Yeah, I'll tack on to that um, and, and emphasize the SEC isn't my bailiwick SEC policy necessarily, but I am familiar with their rules. And you're talking about scores, if not hundreds of pages in tiny type and in, in three columns published in the Federal Register. Um, the devil is in the details. Um, that is to say, you know, we, we've all got limited resources. We've all got limited time. In 30 days, it is a tall ask to perform a, a close scrutiny of these documents that can have profound effect upon the re regulated community. Um, I'll also add here that it's so simple to extend uh, these comment periods and so routine. That, that was something that struck me. Um, Gensler received a letter from a uh, uh, Representative McHenry and Senator Pat Toomey, who were the ranking member on the, the relevant congressional committees with jurisdiction over the SEC. And they said, hey, what's up with these, these short comment periods? Um, please consider extending them. Now, now I've, I've dealt with a ton of comment periods in other agencies, and it is common for the regulated entities and members of Congress to ask for these extensions. And, and just routinely, agencies grant them, and they're solicitous of, of members of Congress, even when it's, you know, from an opposite party. Um, so it really is unique what we've got going here, or go, going on here with the SEC, basically thumbing its nose at members of Congress and, and being, um, you know, drawing this line in the sand that no other agency has done before. 
Um, so I, I think, you know, on the one hand, it does have a profound practical effect. It, it does make it a lot harder to vet these rules and to challenge them in court. And on the other hand, it's just so darn easy for the SEC to solve this problem. I mean, just give another 15, 20, 30, 45 days, do what every other agency does. Yeah. It, and it's also worth keeping in mind to to broaden the perspective just a little bit is that everything an agency does needs to be under the authority of some some law that uh, Congress has passed. Agencies often will uh, put forth a proposed regulation, a notice of proposed rulemaking, and uh, it won't have any statutory authority whatsoever. So it seems like a long time period is a very simple answer to potentially very controversial rules. I'll just throw in as a function of good governments here, here. No, you're exactly right. Um, there's no reason why a rule of nationwide effect, of profound effect that, that has law-like, uh, you know, in practice where the rubber meets the road that is like a law, uh, wouldn't take, a, 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 you know, a, an amount of time and deliberation commensurate with the legislative process. So you're exactly right. Yeah, well, I think that's absolutely right. And what's happening here with the SEC, and I think Chairman Gensler has been pretty clear about this, is that he has a a long agenda that he wants to get through. And that's well and good. He's the head of the agency. But pushing through an agenda without adequate time for consideration is is not good democratic government and not good process. Um, I think Will noted that some of these SEC rules are exceedingly long. I mean, just to throw out an example, the SEC put out a request of notice to proposed rulemaking at the end of January um, on a rule about exchanges, um, Reg ATS. That notice was over 600 pages long, and he gave 30 days to respond to it. Um, that notice has wide-ranging effect. Um, it it looks like it's going to affect whether or not the SEC has jurisdiction over crypto exchanges. Um, and it was buried in the in a 600-plus page comment or notice of proposed rulemaking. And there's very little time to respond. Um, it's just not, not a good way to make good rules. If, if I may just jump in on, on and echo something Jen said, um, you know, agencies in the past have cited genuine factors, uh, you know, emergencies and whatnot that would compel a shorter notice and comment period. But, you know, what Jen just said, and, you know, as reported, the justification given by Chairman Gensler is simply that he's got so many rules to pass. That doesn't really cut it. Um, that's not a very reasonable explanation or, or justification for shortcutting all these procedural safeguards. So uh, I think even taking at face value, um, we've got some procedural, you know, we've got some issues here. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of somebody getting pulled over for speeding and telling the cop, well, I was speeding because I'd been drinking. Like, that's a perfectly reasonable explanation, <laughs> but it is uh, not very satisfying. Well, and I think that satisfaction on this goes goes another way. I think Chair Gensler's response to this would be, yeah, yeah, but the APA only requires me to give a 30-day comment period. So I'm complying with the law. Um, you can't do anything about it. But 
the APA is about giving reasonable opportunity for public input into these processes as well. I know Will can cite chapter and verse on that. Um, I'm not the administrative lawyer. But that's not happening here, whether there's strict compliance with a 30-day period or not. Look, exactly right. Um, the letter of the law says a minimum 30-day period, but the law also requires that agency decision-making be reasonable. So that's going to be context-specific. Um, a 30-day comment period for a two-page rule makes, you know, fine, of course. A 30-day comment period for a rule that's hundreds of pages of incredible complexity, that's perhaps unreasonable. Um, so to be sure, there's no law here because uh, in the past, uh, agencies haven't pressed the envelope like Chairman Gensler has. Or Gensler has. Um, but there are viable arguments, the, uh, many viable arguments um, that could be made in court to attempt to um, put a stop to put a stop to these uh, unduly short comment periods where they make no sense. But, you know, when they're attached to a, a super long, super important rule of super complexity. Will Yateman is a research fellow at the Cato Institute, where Jennifer Schulp is director of financial regulation studies. Subscribe to and give a rating to the Cato Daily Podcast on your podcast platform of choice and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. 